following sermon was delivered on Sunday, March 13th, 2022, at the Unitarian Universalist Congregation in Andover by the Reverend Callie Fire. The title of the sermon is The Intangible Gift. Here begins the sermon. We are a continuum. Just as we reach back to our ancestors for fundamental values, so we reach ahead as guardians of that legacy to our children and their children. And we do so with a sense of sacredness in that reaching. The words of US Senator Paul Songus. Charles Bukowski says, can you remember who you were before the world told you who you should be? Similarly, we might ask ourselves, can we remember what we were called to before and amid the global and social upset and disruptions over the past two years? What does it mean to have faith with ourselves and within community? A couple of months ago, when we looked at intention, we talked about how sometimes the stress of our daily obligations or our personal struggles can magnify our need for connection, whether that is a connection to community or a deeper sense of connection to our inner voice. We've learned that renewing that connection can often mean taking a leap of faith trusting that a horizon that we have lost sight of is still there and is still worth our effort. And that effort is the work of renewing our faith. As author Chris Hurowitz tells us, becoming the best versions of ourselves often requires that we stay. Stay when things get hard, stay when we get bored, Stay when we experience challenges. Stay when the excitement wears off. Stay when we don't like those we are in community with. Stay when we fail or are betrayed. Stay when we know who we can become if we have the courage to be faithful in the undramatic. So we have had to reimagine religious community in a virtual experience, in a hybrid, partially virtual experience. We wear masks and we keep distance from each other for our safety. What does this mean to our faith as a beloved community and through what this congregation has endured? If we are struggling with, with our faith, if we are straining to hear that still small voice inside, how do we trust in that leap of faith? Barbara Prose writes, the center of faith is patience and a willingness to trust in a timing and a timetable and an unfolding not of our own. Also life as a patient unfolding of and searching for our faith. She asks, what if we don't need faith to live? but we live to find our faith. Theologically, we are in a time of the time of observance of the Christian practice of Lent, a period of prayer and fasting 
meant to emulate the 40 days Jesus spent in the desert without food and returned with a renewed faith to face the challenges and temptations. These questions that we are asking that I have raised here are actually a really good thing, good questions to ask in this time. Today, there's often a focus on the fasting, the, the, the time that Jesus spent without food. And this is often a time to renew or revive, as the case may be, resolutions that we set at the beginning of the year. But in focusing on things that are reward-based or our personal effort, we are making self-set and self-motivated goals, which preoccupy and distract us from what our true reflection might be at this time, which is in our faith and what distracts us from our faith. One of the biggest temptations when we in the, are in the midst of our own personal desert is the idea that we are in this great wide world all alone. It is our inherent individuality that we have from childhood. As toddlers, we stomp and say, I do myself. And as we grow into adulthood, this individuality is at the core of competition. But even in our isolation, we are not really alone. We are a community of shared experience. This here, this community, and also the human community of shared experience. And the message that we have to look forward to is that we can be here for each other. We can say, yes, I understand. I have been where you are. I witness your journey. I accompany you. Typically, if we intend to go out into the wilderness of the world of the great outdoors, we do it with a plan. We pack clothes and food and gear that is appropriate for where we are going and how long we will be away. We bring a map or compass or GPS or some combination of those or all of them. And we may even arrange for a trusted emergency contact to raise the alarm should we not return at a pre-scheduled time. But finding ourselves unexpectedly in our inner desert can feel isolating and disorienting. It can feel like we've been set apart for a very long time, whether that is 40 minutes or 40 days or 40 weeks, it can feel like an eternity sometimes. This time in our spiritual wilderness, however, can be seen as a sacrifice to strengthen our faith. We can reflect on what challenges our faith to reflect on what distractions speak to that inner voice that, that separate us from who we are and what our calling is. I once came across an article about lessons that we may have learned during childhood that encourage us to make a good impression, to leave a place better than it was before. And those of us who have been in scouting or similar programs are probably familiar with these. 
The author of the article related to this idea of tending, tending our environment, tending our community, tending each other, tending ourselves. And he related this to these lessons of doing good works to an overarching idea of stewardship. And stewardship, in fact, is a relational concept more than it is an economic one. The old English root of the word steward is one who tends to or takes care of the household, a supervisor of a household. So one who takes care of others. And in a community of faith, that tending of others begins in our welcoming, in how we welcome and who we welcome. We do not only welcome the stranger, but we welcome the friends, we welcome family, we welcome each other. We welcome ourselves. We even welcome nature here with our plants on our altar. We welcome by sharing intangible gifts, those positive qualities that we all have inside of each other. Compassion, kindness, forgiveness, community, and yes, even stewardship. And our faith is also an intangible gift that we give individually and collectively. Is our faith reflected in how we welcome, in what we do for each other and for the greater community as Unitarian Universalists and as Unitarian Universalists in Andover, Massachusetts? What does it mean for this community to renew and reimagine faith as aspects of our stewardship? What if, isn't that the kind of question we could be asking for ourselves to consider today as we face the future of our beloved congregation? What if makes us contemplate our potential it asks us to consider our possibilities. What if asks us to take that leap of faith, to set aside our fears and our insecurities and to think big, not grandiose, but big, perhaps maybe a little bit bigger than we have in a very long time. What if we paid really close attention to what's happening right in front of us? What if we started something without really knowing where it was going? What if we took a step down a path for which we didn't have a really elaborate strategic plan? What if we try and fail? And what if we try again and again? So what I'm saying today is that giving is important, but what is more important is the impact. What is the impact of having the faith to create a revolution of spirit, to combat despair, to lift those in need, to challenge the status quo with love? The faith that what we do embodies a spirit of, that we pass down that says, there is no one but us, because there really isn't. There never was. 
even as we think back to the spiritual ancestors, to the founders of this beloved congregation, when it was two congregations in Lawrence, Mass. When we think back to those founders, we are them in today's world. They could not imagine us, but they had the faith to plant the seeds to allow us to be here. Try to imagine this congregation a hundred years down the road. Who will they be? They will be us in that world. It is almost impossible to imagine what that is, as it was for the founders before us. But that did not stop them from planting the seeds for the, of this place for us. They gave so that we could be here today in faith and joy. And not just for the responsibility, but they knew to do it for the joy. We co-create this community every day that we commit to it. And today and over the next few weeks, as you begin to hear from our stewards in the congregation, is the time to commit with pledges of love. If we have the courage to see its value, we can make it so that we can make a difference here today and every day, like our spiritual ancestors have done. We are the ones that can make this community thrive. May it be so today and always that we may have life and have it more abundantly. Amen.